0: well hello hello and welcome i'm just adjusting my view so that i can see everybody and just welcome you here and just let you know that i'm so grateful that you're here and that i get to connect with you today i'm reverend cassandra ray the spiritual director at the center for spiritual living white rock and i am honored to be able to serve this community and to be here with you today, we offer sacred opportunities for experiencing universal truth and spirit for the purpose of of ushering you into your life purpose. And when you are living, being, loving your life purpose, together we create collective transformation as we believe that this is a world that can work for everyone. And and so that's the energy that we're standing in here today. And I'm just so grateful to be standing here with you I'm sitting actually, but you know, (laughs) sitting here with you on Zoom as I imagine us in, you know, a circle together or even in our venue when we met in person and just kind of what that felt like and what that looked like. If you want to imagine we're sitting together because all of our energies are coming here together in this one place and thankful to technology, I am zooming in today from Everett, Washington. And as we begin, I would like to acknowledge that I am coming to you from the sacred, ancestral and traditional lands of the Coast Salish peoples. In particular, the Tulalip, Snohomish, Stillaguamish, and Sauk Seattle tribes. Um, are who live and work and tend to this land that I am on today and so I just give thanks and honor and reverence to the indigenous folks who have been on this land since time immemorial who tend to everything, the air, the water, the land and spirit so. As we begin our time together, let's let's ground um, in affirmative prayer. I invite you to turn within. and to just settle settle into this place into this time. and taking that conscious breath in and letting it go. And just allowing that experience of being here now present body, mind, spirit to recognize that there is one magnificent, powerful, creative life that is unfolding in through and as all life everywhere. It is the one source, the one power that that keeps the birds flying the trees swinging in the wind and the stars moving across the sky this wonderful amazing power and presence is right here at the center of each one of us it is who and what we truly are infinite love creative intelligent And so in this moment for this time together, I know that each one is nourished by something that is said or sung, that it moves each one of us into a deeper understanding of our individual and collective calling in this lifetime at this time. I know that we are here on divine purpose being guided with clarity and wisdom for what is ours to do. And so I just offer up thanks. I give thanks for community, for coming together, for joining in a common intention of understanding truth and spirit, of being the love that we truly are. And I give such thanks to know that no matter what has happened in life before or what's to come, that this one life is eternal and infinite and can never be harmed knowing that that life is inside of me and inside of each one here i bless this time together with love with harmony with gratitude i let it be and so it is I'm so grateful for each one of you. And I'm also grateful for our live musician today, Ivan Boudreau. Oh, we are so blessed by his talent and his presence. He's been off on a wild summer vacation singing across the province. And we are just so grateful to welcome you back today, Ivan. He has blended life and a variety of music into honest and well-crafted songs about many of the simple emotions and gut-wrenching feelings that we all experience. With a beautiful folk music sound delivered in his warm and relaxed approach, I am thrilled to welcome back Ivan Boudreaux.
1: Thanks Reverend Cassandra and uh, welcome everybody. And I always try to capture as close as I can with some of my original material, the theme for today's service. And this one is called, These Hard Times Won't Last Forever. sit inside and watch the world grow small see open spaces feel the closing walls now that I can't have it I miss the human touch the space between us isn't far but it's way too much dawn always comes after the darkest night The longest journey has an end in sight Soon this will all change for the better These hard times won't last forever I read a book Watch pictures on my screen Argue with myself And wonder what it really means The streets are so quiet I can hear the silent scream Think about my life Will I ever get to see Dawn always come. After the darkest night The longest journey Has an end in sight Soon this will all change For the better These hard times Won't last forever sacrifice will bring this all to an end. The things we take for granted will come back to us again. Dawn always comes after the darkest night. Longest journey has an end in sight Soon this will all change for the better These hard times won't last forever These hard times won't last forever
0: Thank you so much, Ivan. You, your voice and your presence, your demeanor, your lyrics are so beautiful that even if you're singing about heartbreak, I'm like, I feel so good (laughs) listening to you. (laughs) Yes, I'm so grateful for you and, and I'm just, I'm just curious if you can show me your, raise your hand. Do you like to go hiking? I do. Oh yeah, lots of hands went up, yay. And, you know, when you're hiking, if the trail is rocky, or maybe sometimes there's lots of tree roots on the trail, you kind of have to look at your feet. You have to kind of watch where you're walking, especially if you're near an edge of a cliff, <laughs> right? You gotta, you just, you kinda gotta watch your feet. And, and so when, when you're walking on a trail, what is your intention? what is your intention? I want you to think about it for a moment. You know, think about what you, what, what are you wanting to accomplish when you're walking on a trail, when you're hiking on a trail? Are you wanting to go as far as you can? Are you wanting to go as fast
2: as you can?
0: Maybe you're, trying to get to a certain vantage point or to a certain feature like a waterfall. Maybe you're wanting to connect with the folks that you're hiking with or maybe you're wanting to connect with nature. Maybe you're there for exercise. Maybe you're trying to get your heart rate up. Why, why think about why are you on the trail? Why are you why are you walking this trail? You see, your intention can change your experience. And and if the trail is rocky, you can slow down. You can slow down and begin to take in more of what's around you. Maybe if you're walking slower, you can take the focus off of your feet and begin to see the light coming through the needles of the tree or the leaves of the tree maybe when you're going slower you can see that there's a tiny little blossom sometimes they're just the size of your fingernail, and they're coming up out of the foliage or maybe you'll notice that you can hear the birds or the squirrels or the raccoons what i wonder is What if the intention of the hike were to appreciate the beauty? Can you see the beauty, feel the beauty, hear the beauty? Even if your muscles are burning and you're sweating. (laughs) Can you appreciate the magic of walking on two legs up a mountain? It's a miracle. (laughs) It is a miracle. Our bodies are miracles. The mountains are miracles. Everything on that mountain is miracle. What if the intention were to notice the beauty inside of you and all around you? And what if life were a hike on the trail? If it were, think about what is your intention? What do you want to accomplish in life? Are you trying to go fast? Are you trying to go far? Are you trying to connect with the people you're on the path with are you trying to connect with spirit are you trying to manage the size of your body what what might be the intention and what if the intention of life were to appreciate the beauty Can you see the beauty inside of you and all around you? When you slow down, what do you notice? What do you see in your life? What can you, what beauty can you see? You know, your focus and intention will change your experience. because they change what you see. They change what you can see and what you see will change your experience. I'm teaching a class right now called Journey of the Soul and we're reading a book which is called The Magic of the Soul by Patrick J. Harbula. And and we're going to take our little hike, our hike of life, and we're going to take it into a cave. (laughs) Imagine that your hike is going through a cave. And he tells us a story, and I want to just read you this story. It's from chapter one of this book. So a young man was exploring a cave near his home one day when the beam from his flashlight ignited a faint sparkle on the ground. He instantly flashed the the light back to the spot, walked over and began surveying the cavern floor. Again, the sparkle appeared. He leaned down and he picked up the source of the reflective, the, the reflection. And he found a fairly ordinary looking rock. And as he studied it more closely, he realized it was a raw diamond. He buffed it and discovered that it had to be six or seven carats large. And he was not an expert, but he knew that he could get a handsome price if it were a decent quality. He placed the jewel in his pocket and explored the floor for more jewels. He searched deep into the cave, but found no other evidence of anything of value. When he left the cave, he reached back into his pocket only to find a large hole, as if the diamond had burned through the material. And he immediately raced back into the cave and hurriedly retraced his steps, scouring the ground for his briefly owned prize. He searched for hours into the night, but to no avail. He returned the following day and the day after that, and he soon lost his job as a carpenter because he failed to show up for work as a result of searching for the diamond. He knew this diamond would land him a fortune. Why waste time on a job when he would be wealthy once he found his treasure? The one that was rightfully his, right? He eventually lost his home, As he ran out of money to pay rent, he set up a tent near the cave so that he could spend more time searching each day. He became a hermit, letting go of all relationships and hobbies to focus on his obsessive quest. 20 years passed in the blink of an eye. He finally realized that he had wasted at least a quarter of his life on something that may not have been as valuable as he had imagined. He decided that he would spend one more day searching, and if he did not find the diamond, he would give up and start a normal life. He searched and searched on hands and knees until they were both stained with sooty blood. He worked for 18 hours straight, knowing that this would be his last chance. Now he wanted to find the diamond as much to appease his guilt over wasting his life as to enjoy the elusive fortune he had originally sought. Exhausted beyond all means, he fell onto his back in despair and it hit him how ridiculous he must have looked lying there on the floor, dirty, exhausted, and completely without a life. He began laughing at the sheer absurdity of his folly. He could not stop laughing as his mind flooded with realizations that could only come from letting go of a 20-year long obsession. Realizations about everything he had missed, the pride of contributing to the world through his craft, the joy of sharing in relationships and raising a family, the love of friends. In that moment, he found his jewel. He recognized that had he not spent those 20 years searching he might not have ever appreciated as much as he did in that moment the value of a simple meaningful life. He felt grateful for his lesson and vowed to enjoy life for each moment from that day forward. He vowed to appreciate each moment from that day forward. So I'm wondering, how does this story relate to your life? I'd like for you to think about it. How does this story relate to your life? What have you spent 20 or more years searching for that has taken you away from fully appreciating life What is the jewel of understanding that is being offered to you through this experience in your life? Can you both appreciate the letting go and everything that it's taught you? Can you appreciate a simple, meaningful life? Now, the man in the story, he exchanged his search for a vow, a vow to enjoy life for each moment. Now, if you were to exchange your search for a vow, What might you exchange it for? What vow might you make? Certainly questions to ponder in your journaling and reflecting time this week. And I have good news for you. I didn't actually read you the whole story. (laughs) Hmm. Would you like to hear the rest of it? Hmm. Me too. Look, okay. I forgot to read you another paragraph too. I'm gonna to read it to you now, listen in. So this is from The Magic of the Soul by Patrick Harbilla. The moral of this story is quite evident and represents what we humans often do, even if not to such a mythical extreme. We tend to look outside ourselves for answers and to the future for happiness. And you probably thought our friend was going to find the diamond once he gave up, but he did not find that physical object. He found something much more valuable in his heart, a jewel of understanding. Mm. A jewel of understanding. But there is one final part of the story that I haven't mentioned yet. As he lay on his back, laughing for hours, his flashlight glazed across the walls of the cave and eventually revealed to him a ceiling dripping with raw diamonds. (laughs) In looking down, For 20 years, for his single diamond, he missed the fact that he was surrounded by a much greater reward, a magical array of beautiful treasures beyond anything he could imagine. So what is surrounding you that you may be missing by paying attention to the mundane or the limitations that you've learned to accept? What might you stumble upon if you surrender to a higher principle of life? I love this story. And it reminds me that your focus and intention will change what you see. And what you see will change your experience. Ernest Holmes wrote in the Science of Mind on page 448, the whole purpose of the science of mind is to reconcile the apparent separation of the spiritual world, which must be perfect, with the material world, which appears imperfect. So when we're walking on that rocky trail or searching that cave for our treasure, We're only looking down, seeing our feet, seeing the floor, and it appears imperfect. There's something missing. There's something difficult. There's something not quite right. And there's a yearning. But when we slow down and widen our perspective and consciously choose our intention and see the beauty Then we begin to see the spiritual world. Things open up, possibilities expand, gifts begin to arrive. And we see that there's a perfection even amongst the imperfection. So now I'm wondering, would you like to smooth out your path, would you like to see something more, see something more expansive, more beautiful than you're currently experiencing? And so I want to invite you into spiritual practice. And I want to share with you one more favorite thing from my class this week. I love this. There's an analogy of spiritual practice as a path. This is from our curriculum from the class. We've all heard spiritual practice described as a path. A path through the woods or a field is a great metaphor for how a spiritual practice works. If we travel the path infrequently, the brush grows wild and it can be difficult to navigate. If we travel the path frequently, it becomes clearly defined wider and easier to travel. The most important elements in traveling a spiritual path is consistency. So this week's spiritual practice is to slow down and to see the beauty right where you're at. The spiritual perfection of life exists Right where you are, right amongst the rocky path is your spiritual magnificence and power. It is all happening. It is all here. We're simply looking down at our feet. But what if we slow down and look around? What if we look up? What do you see? Each day, I'd like for you to set your intention and think about what do you want to accomplish? And how do you want to accomplish it? What do you want to accomplish and how do you want to accomplish it? What qualities do you want to embody and share, experience? Visualize yourself fulfilling this intention. Now, as you know, the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock is coming up on some changes as I will be complete as senior senior minister, spiritual director next month, the end of October. So as we walk that path together and as you walk that path with one another, what is your intention? What do you want to accomplish? How do you want to accomplish it? What qualities do you wish to embody and share? Spend some time each day thinking about this, not only individually, but collectively as a community. Visualize yourself fulfilling that intention. Because your focus and intention will change what you see and what you see is possible. And when you change what you see, you change your experience. I want, I'm gonna leave you with some beauty today. We talk about slowing down and noticing the beauty. I am going to read you a poem by Linda Vallegos Bremer. She's a licensed practitioner out of CSL in Olympia. And here is her poem. When the road gets rocky, I know I am. Purpose, passion, persistence, choice, clarity, contribution. In each moment, and this is the moment, I am stepping through the portal of possibility. I feel the energy of the universe pulsing through me as me. This life fuel is affirming, active, affluent, right here, right now. I aspire with every cell of my being, I open up to clarity and ask, what is my personal purpose? What am I doing to imbue it with passion? Am I persisting, committing, taking action? Yes, I review, renew, begin again, begin anew. Looking forward to expansion, transformation, I start on a high note, living life, at another level of gratitude, abundance, and joy. And so it is.
2: Well, thank you. So this is the time in our uh, gathering that we take a moment, we've created sacred space opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experience of truth and spirit. So if you are inspired by today's music and message, as well as our weekly and monthly programs, we greatly receive your gift, tithe and offering. Now you can donate three different ways. You can donate uh, at our website, it's on the screen there, www.csl-whiterock.com donate. Or you can mail us a check, or you can send an e-transfer. And just remember that gifts of all sizes are helpful. Your contributions make everything here possible. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Now I'd ask you to join me in declaring with us our prosperity affirmation. So divine love within blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give and all that I receive. And so it is.